What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Hang With Us podcast. You're hanging out with me, Eddie. And this is Steve. So check it out, guys. We have a great, great episode for you today. I know we say that all the time, but trust me when I tell you that we try our best, our very best, to get to bring you guys very good quality content and fresh content. With that being said, today is our first bonus episode. It's called the Geeking Out episode. Yes, it is. So check it out. We told you guys from the very beginning that Steve and I are geeks. What does that mean? That we like things that you would consider geeks liking. <laughs> like? Science fiction, comic books. Uh, what else can we put in that category, man? Movies, just movies in general. And movies in general, yeah. So, yeah. and car- cartoons. Cartoons. We like yeah. cartoons. Absolutely. I'll man. watch the yeah. shit out of some Animaniacs. <laughs> yeah, taking it back, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, guys, you may not be totally interested, in, as our, all our listeners may not be totally interested in those type of topics. However, we're try- we want you to give this a try. And the reason why is because we're trying to bring it back to you guys to have you understand why some people may like certain things. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and more to the fact that we're trying to get you to know who we are and really what inspired us as kids and like how that really shaped us. Even though it may seem kind of ridiculous to a lot of people, you're really going to get a good understanding of what we saw and what kind of morals, what kind of outlooks we took on life based on all of this stuff that we're going to go over today. Yeah, in today's episode, we have some fantastic guests. We actually have two guests this time. This is our first time we have two guests. Yep. And we're going to cover what, how comics or animation built you, how we perceive that children should approach animation, or rather parents approach it with their children. Right. And if you're going to get into comic books, you're going to give it a shot, or you're going to give movies a shot, or rather Japanese animation a shot. We give you guys some recommendations. Yeah, I mean something that's uh, it's very simple to to really understand and get to get you a good base. So, guys, with that being said, I want you to please welcome Teori and Derek. Everybody, welcome once again. You are now hanging with us, and today for today's episode, I gotta say it's a real special for one for us. Um, something that we warned everybody about. Yeah, you know we saying? actually did. We, man. we gave a, a, a brief warning of exactly how we're going to be. Episode one. Episode one. Before we even talked about anything, we talked about we are geeks. We talk about science fiction. We talk about comics. Absolutely. What do you think today's gonna be about? All of that, all of that. So let me introduce really quick uh, some fellow geeks that I got with us sitting at the table. A good friend of mine, T.O.D., is actually a co-worker of mine as well. And... And I'm going to call him T.O., man, because I can't, I, I can't do it. All right, so the, the only person, I'm the only person that calls you this, right? T-Pain? I don't know why. That's just pretty stuck. much just I you. call him T-Pain. They look exactly alike. They look, right? And they sound alike. So with the mic in front of his <laughs> face, he might give a little bit of an auto-tune. We'll do, yeah. <laughs> right? That's all right. That's all right. As long as it's not Teddy. I've been Teddy my whole life. Let's try something different. <laughs> all right. So as well, and I got actually right next to me another fellow geek. I kind of grew up with this guy. Really? Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. So he is actually my brother, uh, Derek Forges. Hey. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And just to be clear, are you, are you the older Forges? Yes, I am. I'm uh, the one with the more grays. How many more brothers are there? There's a, a total of seven of us. And where are you falling at? No. I am actually the youngest out of seven, brother. So you got your ass kicked all the I time. Tell you, man. All right, you no. can't tell now. Right? Yeah. You can't tell now, but I was probably like the most annoying child you've ever met in your life. No, you, no, I mean, not at all. Right? Tell, no, right? Just a total <laughs> pleasure to deal with. You couldn't, really, you couldn't really tell by the way I am. So... Today's episode, we will be, in, in a sense, we'll be geeking out, everybody. So we're going to actually be able to relate a lot of what we're talking about to 
hopefully everybody as well. Hopefully it's something you all will be attentive to listen to. So without further ado, man, there's, I guess, something that we wanted to introduce with uh, some of our guests as well. Well, before we get started, we, yeah. we kind of talked about it in episode one, and just to kind of bring you guys on in. And actually, before episode one, me and Steve got together, and we like, when we were coming up with a with the focus for our podcast, one of the things that we talked about was, I, I think there's a lot of things in life that people kind of brush off as an influence in people's lives. You follow what I'm saying? And they think that major influences are teachers, which they are, you know, um, I don't know, um, mentors, you know, generally human, be- other human beings kind of guiding other people. Right, that's that's right, kind right. of how people will, will and, and it is. I mean, that is the biggest driving force, your parents, your friends. Well, hopefully, right? A positive influence. Absolutely. Yeah. But there's some other um, uh, non-sentient things that also drive people to become who they are. And in our lives, and, I, and you guys are going to hear, you guys listening to podcasts are going to understand here hopefully soon. Like for me in particular, cartoons, comic books, me too. and movies yep. definitely drove me to be who I am. And even my career choice. No, absolutely. Um, people always make fun of comic books. They say, you know, oh, they got pictures and stupid things like that. But It's cartoons, just cartoons. Oh, absolutely. They always say that. But it really... You know the the stories are so complex. I mean, even the words that they use are uh, more uh, grown up than most people would ever even use. They're more poetic. Uh, they help focus. You know, a lot of things that you think of. Well, actually, I've been a reader most of my life. I enjoy reading. I read a lot of books. You put a book in front of me, I'm probably going to read it through. I because I'm such a reader, I've had a benefit that I've had good grammar my whole life, but. My prose, when I write right now, it's funny. Most of that comes from comic books, comes from anime, comes from manga, because I spent so much time on it that it influenced how I saw it. I learned about story structure from comic books. That's a big one. I learned about the three-act structure from comic books, from anime. As a kid, it influenced how I see all entertainment nowadays. So I see movies now based on comic books because we've seen... All that big boom, especially thanks to Marvel. Right, right. And I look at them, and when I compare that, I say, yes, I see the three-act structure. Mm -hmm. But some of the things that I thought were well done before were wrong. But some of the things that are said to be well done now, I personally don't like. Right, right. Absolutely. It's changed how I perceive all of it. Even how they film movies now is completely changed. Uh, When The Matrix came out, the Wachowskis had them... Uh, draw storyboards in a comic book form. Yeah, that's absolutely true. uh, And that's how we pitch the movie. And now a lot of people pitch movies that way. They have them draw it out as that visual cue, but it's just strictly done in that comic book format. And, I mean, that just worked phenomenally for them. Right? Yeah. So before we dig too deep right really (laughs) off the bat into that one, so we'll be retouching on all of this, um, really all the influences that we've had growing up because... Generally, we're all around the same age. Generally, generally. So when I say general, there can be like a five, six year different time span. I don't know about that. But we still have the same influences, in my opinion. Yeah, right. 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 right? So we're all sitting at this table because we basically have, uh, I guess, the kind of the same mindset that we've had growing up. Right. We have the same kind of influences. Yeah, I mean, in in general, in In, general, in general, Mm -hmm. right. And I mean, I think 
Right. In general, we all have the same type of influences, and, and we're gonna and you guys listening today yeah. are gonna find out that we have a common thread, regardless of where we came from, our backgrounds, our cultural differences. Exactly. We, we we're gonna have that common thread, and that common thread, and and that's what brings people together. Some just a nice lower common denominator. In this right. particular case, is gonna be movies, comic books, anime, animation right. all together. Yeah. And uh, and hopefully people will understand that and and take that in as something that's positive. Oh, absolutely. Right. So I I guess. The first question I got to pose to, I guess, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> to, to, to these gentlemen over here, because we kind of discussed this in, in, in episode one, is we're going to just start off, I guess, with uh, movies. Uh, genre specific, I think we can stick with what we know. All right, all right. All right. We can stick with what we know. And, and to the listeners, man, I know we talk about movies every episode. Every single but episode. But you can so see, far, yeah. the reason why we bring that up is because everybody's seen a damn movie. Right. Well, except so, for Natalia, apparently. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, except for Natalia. But, however, what I'm trying to say is, at least in America, for the most part, yeah. you know, people have the uh, the luxury mm-hmm. to and, and the privilege to be able to see movies, whether it be at home, whether it be at a theater. And we, since we've all seen certain movies right. that are very popular, it brings, again, us together. And we could talk about something that we could associate with, so... So go ahead, man. Go ahead and lead it off. And what's what's the genre is? The genre is uh, comic book adaptations. We'll say that. Make it sound official. Oh right? man, now that's, that's gonna. But wait, wait, wait. We gotta get specific here. Live action or animation? Animated movies are allowed to. Ooh. You know, we didn't actually touch in the last one. DC even. will destroy everybody. There. Oh no, yeah, no, no. Let's <laughs> talk about. Let's talk about like a yeah. cinema, like yeah. the new cinematic universe. Okay, right? so, so live action. Live action. Oh, so live DC right. doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, half a good movie. See, all right. Well, so no, no, there on. is one that kind of steps in. All right, so we'll get your opinion on that one. Like, but all right, so, so they all count. Any all live count. action uh, going back to when theater was started counts. So uh, like a Zorro movie could count. Is that that's comic book, man? It is. It is. You know, it is. All right. All right. So let, let's talk about. I guess we wanted to say top five, and we were, then we were discussing. We say it was going to be like, yo, this is going to be about a like three and a half hour conversation. So before that, so let me just get. Out of your top five, give me two of your favorite. Let me say that. Two of your favorite out of your top L- five. Let me qualify that even more. Okay. Your flip, because cause I, I think the, I think this Teal guy could You talk. already see. I think Teal could talk. mind's turning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> You're flipping through the channels, and I, that's how I pose it to the last person. Okay, You're all flipping right. through the channels, and boom, you see it. And you're going to stop and finish it. Which, mo- which two movies are those? The first one, I'm not going to lie. Is the most recent Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Now, okay. Steve and I have had this you mean conversation the comedy. before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the that's why I like it. <laughs> okay. That's exactly the soundtrack's why I like badass, it. but go ahead. Okay. As I get older, my biases change. Okay. And I am tired of the super serious hero movie. I'm tired of it. And that's I'm where we differ, man. Growly hero with the shady background and has to overcome something. I want to see these heroes with powers that are larger than life. Do something that all of us would do if we had that power. Right. Have fun with it. Yeah. Right, right, right. Because if all of us had super strength right now, I promise you we all wouldn't be out staring at the sunset saying, I have to save people. We would be getting a junked up car and throwing it around a trash can and trying to get... (laughs) A car, You'd definitely be the dark side of the force, <laughs> and play with it like a basketball. We are that kind of person. At right. least I am. Mm-hmm. So I'm tired of seeing the super secret thing, the super serious, the growly voices. And when I first saw it, the second movie I want to talk about, and it ties into this, is The Dark Knight. 
It's okay. an amazing movie. Right? I, I agree. Love I could it. agree with that. Right? Yeah. To right? this day, I will stop on it if I see it. But that movie started a trend that I personally, as I get older, do not like. Okay. I like to see things evolve. I like to see it change. I want to see something different. Yeah. My definer of a good movie or a movie personally that I like is, is it interesting? Okay. Am I interested? And Thor Ragnarok did something I did not expect, especially from that IP. Okay. I did not have high hopes for Thor. Mm-hmm. But it did something that I thought was fun, enjoyable, and that movie, as well as The Dark Knight, as the two polar opposites that form my opinion, okay. are the two that I will always stop on. Always so Thor, on. Ragnarok, Thor, and Ragnarok. Dark Knight. Uh, let's break this down so, a little so bit. So I tell you, from the very beginning, and actually, I could, I could tell you that he agrees kind of with Thor, Ragnarok, but I don't, right? Uh, so I'm with you. So for I'm me, I'm the complete opposite of him when it comes to Teodia and his, he, he prefers, I guess, a more, I, I'm going to say lighthearted, just kind of view or their take on how the movie should play out. Me, I love real. I love gritty. Right, right. That's how I like it, right? That's why we had that conversation about, um, what was it, Logan. Right. Right? But hold on, hold on. Yeah. How real are the gritty movies? Come on now. now well, 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 well I mean, we, we, we could start well, with all comic book movies are not They're real. They're fantasy. Right. But, how but you also have to, to include them. the universe in which they are made. So it's real in that universe. Right. Correct. Right. 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 Which is going to be one of my points. So okay. it's not over the top type action, I, I'll say, right? Because that, that's what I'm kind of tired of, right? The storyline itself. And like, that's another conversation that we had as well. Like, we're kind of tired of that sequential hero, right? That Joseph Campbell type that of hero. Hero's that, journey, that hero's journey. That hero's journey that. Well, I mean, at least in that universe, that's kind of like over, right? I mean, yes. I mean, I haven't seen Cap- I haven't seen Captain Marvel. Okay. okay, yeah. So that's another one that I won't spoil th- anything. That yeah, that that may be bringing that hero's journey again, right? right. Again, yeah. Because we need that new hero right now, right? Exactly. But you know, at this point, especially at Thor Ragnarok, there's no more journey. There is. Right? It's already a setup for the for the climax. Right, and that, 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 that's another thing. That another part of the discussion we had, like even about Black Panther, it was a piece to a whole. Right? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it, it fit well within, I guess, the, the whole construct of now coming up the end game. Right? Right. The whole Infinity War type thing, the way <coughs> the cinematic universe is really take, putting its take on it. But, yeah, I, I didn't like Thor Ragnarok. I, I, I just okay. didn't. And I saw the similarities. It was the complete same story of, what was it? The, ah, uh, shoot. Oh, Hulk, World uh, War Hawk? Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, Planet Hawk. Planet, 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 Planet Hawk. Yeah, Planet yeah, Hawk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just like a, a version of that. And when I, I saw that, it was... I, I just couldn't I just couldn't get along with it in regards to Planet, how it was playing out. Planet Hawk was good, though. World I'm War Hawk was better. Have <laughs> <laughs> <I, I, I laughs> you read the books? Have you read yeah, the Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I read the books. And, and even the animated ad- adaptation yeah. was, was good. Right. It got on my nerves, but uh, I with liked b- it more. With Billy Ray, I mean, it was... Yeah. It was good. I did like that turn up of having Beta Ray, yeah. Yeah, so... so. All right. L- l- I want to hear your your your, your Rick's opinion. On Absolutely, this. man. So I mean, what? Uh, I just want to say that for uh, Teodi, I really do agree with uh, your picks about uh, Ragnarok, because when you're watching those, I think it's more like you're actually reading a book, and that's how the comic book pages look. In a way, it's what Ang Lee's uh, Hulk kind of missed. They tried to get to, right. but the, the fell. Whole movie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't talk about that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they had a lot of good points and a lot of good ideas. They just couldn't put it put it all together. But and just for the the, the lay person here, the Ang Lee one is the one with uh, Eric, Eric Bana, yeah, and uh, Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, really. All if you take about if you look at that movie, it had really all good actors. It just that the script was terrible. Right, right, right. absolutely. 
um, kind of like Ben Affleck's choices and roles, but we're not going to go there. <laughs> we don't talk about that one. That movie does not exist. <laughs> we might have to, man. No, there's several under his name, but we're not going to go there, at least right now. No, but seriously. Uh, I would say probably my favorite, probably because it really is underrated. It's probably what rejuvenated, rejuvenated uh, the comic book or kind of kicked them, kicked them all off, but they really don't get enough... Uh, it really doesn't get enough credit, probably because of the star as a jerk, but is uh, the, uh, sorry, hope he doesn't find me and kick my ass, uh, Blade. If he he can't kick your ass. <laughs> <I don't laughs> it's all make-believe, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Actually, Joe Rogan challenged him, I believe, to like a fight. Real really? Fight in real life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm pretty sure that fight didn't happen. Yeah. yeah no, probably <laughs> not. I mean, Joe Rogan is like a real fighter. Yeah, right. I'm pretty sure Wesley Snipes But Blade, still I'm with you. Blade 1, obviously. Yeah, Blade yeah, 1. Yeah. If, you, if you look back at that movie, oh, every that other... Blood, that bloodbath scene, man. From the, oh, yeah, so exactly. From oh, when it first opened up. man. And think of any comic book movie before it. It just really, you know, I mean, even like, what was it? Did Batman come out before that? It was coming off the you heels mean like of all the horrible you Batmans. You mean yeah. Batman... Tim Burton's Batman. Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah, Batman's, oh, yeah that came, came first. Yeah, obviously, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. so, and even still, that one dwarfed that in the way that you felt you were watching like a comic book because they just put it in real realism. But they even had like funny parts with that little stupid fat guy that they fried with the, uh, right, right, right. Uh, yeah, with the yeah. UV lights. I mean, yeah. there was jokes in there. But it was just a perfectly drawn movie because it was all perfectly, uh, the whole universe was believable. Even the second one was pretty good. The third one uh, was horrible. Yeah, it was just, <laughs> just, so just awful. You're not forgetting about the actual series that they had, right? They had a television series. Right, with, uh, oh God, I can't remember the actual uh, name. From uh, Onyx. Yes. Yeah. Is uh, he from Onyx? Yeah, he, man. He was what? an Onyx rapper. He was in Onyx. He was uh, with the like Sticky Fingers. <laughs> no, <laughs> that was Sticky Fingers. Like I am glad I didn't. I, I <laughs> think so I put that one out of my memory. Wow. Wow. Like, I'm gonna have to YouTube that one later. Yeah, man. I, I That's the boy. That's your boy. Yikes. Slam. That was slam. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm usually not happy to find out I missed something. I'm pretty happy. Yeah. I found you know, that was on Spike. It was on Spike. It was on Spike. And that is why, because I like boycotted that channel. It was just every everything on it was just terrible. Ah, they had the Ultimate Fighter, so I'm okay with that. Okay, yeah. that was probably <laughs> the only thing that was good. And then for my number two, just because it was just a surprise for me, they took a character I really didn't care about, and they just made him the biggest badass of all time was uh, Captain America Civil War. The story was just amazing. From the moment he jumped off the freaking ship and then threw everybody off of the boat. Oh, no, you're, you're uh, this Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Sorry, Winter yeah, Soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, sorry. <laughs> now, now we're on your yeah, same sorry. page. We're on the same page. <laughs> now I can agree. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> when uh, he started throwing everybody off of that boat and everything, like, and he's challenging that guy. I mean, it's like, that was just amazing. Yeah. Um, George St. Pierre, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, the storyline, they set everything up. And uh, for me, that. They always should have focused more on Captain America. I don't know, maybe Tony Stark is just cooler, but he has always been the leader of the Avengers. And like he's always that unsung hero. I even think that he's like the secret uh, hero that's going to be in uh, Endgame that they haven't figured out yet. Right, right, right. right. Um, and I think, well, hopefully they do do it, but I think he is like the hero of it, but they haven't realized it. I, I think they had an opportunity. So, you know, did you read, did you read Civil War? Yes. Okay, you read Civil War. So the way Civil War ends is with the death of Captain America, right. right? So I think they had an opportunity to, like you said, build up Captain America as the most important character, right? And maybe go down the lines that when you lose Captain America, that it, it's, a, it's a gut punch. You know what I mean? Like, right. mm-hmm. damn, like to the, to the audience, like, you know, the, what really kept this team together is gone. 
You know what I mean? And uh, and I don't think they've done that. Um, I don't think I think if Captain America was to die, uh, I don't think the audience is gonna have that gut punch, like it's a comic not. book reader read Civil War. Like, no. You know when when he gets shot in those stairs, you're like, oh yeah. Well, no, it's first it's of all, I made national news. Yeah, really. The, the, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that I have all the. I actually have them in my in the room right now. I have all the all the different variant covers mm. right. for, for the for the for that comic book. But my point is that I think they had an opportunity to because he's the he is um, like you said he was the leader of the Avengers, and he is the moral pillar of the entire team. Yeah, he, he's the first Avenger. He's the first Avenger, but what I mean is, like, when there's a right or wrong situation, he's always going to go right. Mm-hmm. He doesn't go gray. There's no gray area with Captain America. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You know? That's what I like about him. He's like people, he's what America should be. Right, right, right. He's, you know, he's unwavering. Correct. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you guys, but I have to say something. I think Civil War, now that you brought it up and I'm thinking about it, Civil War, to me, presents a rare misstep by Marvel with their cinematic universe. The reason for that is they've always had a hard time in the cinematic universe. In the comics, it's all about Captain America. Right. In the cinematic universe, it didn't work out that way because it turned out that Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark was a rare combination that was very charismatic Mm -hmm. and carried the universe very well. So they got stuck in this qualm of, well, in the cinematic universe, it's Tony Stark. It's Robert Downey Jr. They're the ones that are carrying everything, but we want to stay true to the comics where it's Captain America and Chris Evans. And it created this weird contradiction that they had to try and overcome. And Civil War was not the time to try and overcome it. Because in Civil War, even in the comics, it was supposed to be everybody's wrong, but not really. And then you think about it a little bit more. No, Captain was a little bit right. Everything went horribly wrong. Right. It shouldn't have devolved to the level that it did, but you can see the steps that it took. And I think in trying to recreate that in a situation where you have two main characters that you yourself as you know, a creator are torn between, you created a situation where Civil War, to me, is inconsistent. Right. In it's the too characters, short. In the characters' motivations, everything feels like when it's your turn to hold the idiot ball, you hold the idiot ball. The movie requires you to do this, so here you go. You're going to do right, this. Right. No reason why. Mm-hmm. No actual real reason for you to make that decision, except it's a movie and you have to get to this point. <clears throat> so I feel that that was a very rare misstep for them, and that's kind of made everything afterwards a little bit wobbly as they try to get it back on track. Yeah, I don't think they had to get too far because, I mean, Civil War was like an Avengers 3, in a sense. Right? In a sense, yeah. A yeah bit, so yeah. it was kind of like an Avengers It was right after Ultron. Right yeah. after Ultron. Even Ultron. I mean, was I well. Mean, don't get me started on Quicksilver. But see, I think that's yeah. the problem with the only <laughs> problem with Marvel is they're able to put out all of those really good movies or really good <coughs> movies. Let me put my quotation fingers up. But they think that they have to do it right away. It's great that you have all of these actors right now, but you can pass the mantle to other actors. So You're you can about Marvel or DC. Marvel, okay. even like say you have this the Civil War. Okay. Infinity War, Ultron. All completely different time periods, completely yeah. spaced apart. You can have different, you know, you could have focused more and had Civil War into a three-part movie on its own and do it properly. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you, but you know, the businessman in me, all right, you know, well, no, is, is definitely fighting you on that one. Well, no, I'm not looking <laughs> at business. I'm looking for straight. Story. No, yeah, yeah, like stri- I mean, for us, yes, that would be yeah, the ideal right. thing, and you know, hopefully, it lasts 50 years until I die, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. But the businessman says, I have a window. And yeah. my window is 20, 10, 15 years long. Right. I need to maximize my money in that because the next thing is going to be, 
you know, vampires again. You know? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that and, and vampires again. So I'm selling again. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can't it. guarantee the success of whoever right. the successive actor is. Well, just look at DC, man. If we're paralleling. So it's, they tried to copy the formula. They copied it. Like well, they, 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 they really they tried to, to fast forward. Yeah, like they, yeah, yeah. They, they skipped over everything. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. They tried to get to J, the JLA right away. Yep. Right. And no, and they have another big problem is they're also stuck between two decisions. Do we continue the Nolan-esque, dark, gritty, okay. realistic, yeah. Yeah. which requires you to make a lot of changes yeah. to the original IP? Or do we do the Marvel thing where we try to stick as close to the original IP as we can and try to bring all those crazy ideas to life. And right. if you try to mix both of them, you're going to get mud because you're trying to mix two things that do not mix. And, and just for the listener, IP, intellectual property, right? So intellectual right? property, yes, correct. Okay. All right. So yeah. let, let's go back to Rick for a second for his movies, okay? Mm-hmm. So Blade, I'm with you on that one, man. It's a, I, Blade 1. <laughs> Blade <laughs> 1 is a phenomenal movie. I, from the, the, the director and the, and the writing really captures the, 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 the audience in that first mm-hmm. scene. I mean, it's the soundtrack, the... The the grotesque the just the uh, it just gets you like oh like one shit. of the first rated R oh uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah probably yeah probably yeah, right? first yeah, yeah, right? it was the first probably was the first yeah. right there was nobody else yeah yeah so I'm with you on Blade man I really like that that, that one come from le- came from left field man because I wasn't expecting that but one. oh shit. I see the butt coming. No. Oh, no, no, it's oh. the butt. Oh, right. No, 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 it's <laughs> the like, butt. That shit was good. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I was talking about the, the that, second one. That shit was good, man. Like, bro, when, when he sends his fucking, um, what's it called, Ninja Star for now, but his, uh, like his boomerang, if you will, uh-huh. and that first scene. That first scene. In the at the oh, end, to the end club? the fight, and yeah. it goes, blah, 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 and then he just captures it in that, like, that, uh, that picturesque uh, yeah, catch. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like, all right. Yeah, yeah that, that works. Good. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, that I was, was a teenager good. when I first saw that scene. <laughs> uh-huh. So you can imagine the geeking out that I did <laughs> when I saw that yeah. happen. And good luck looking finding that the name of that soundtrack. I've looked it up many times and it's actually a tough soundtrack to it's all to find the name, the name of the soundtrack. Oh, you, so you can find the song. Well, I mean, all right. it's all independent music. Like yeah. it's, it's nothing built ori- like original sound soundtrack. Right, so it, it's hard to it's, find. Yeah, it's hard to find. It's hard yeah. to find. I think I originally downloaded it like years ago off of LimeWire. But, uh. <laughs> but dude, I mean, I'm telling you, I, I maybe in the last five years I looked it up. No, I like, love that yeah, song. No. It's hard to find by name. It is, you got to put Blade intro song like, yeah, to find right. it, you know? You can probably only get it on YouTube. It's and uh, yeah. Duhast, I think. No, no Ra- Duhast did that? And, I mean... Uh, uh, Ramstein? Ramstein. Du- yeah, Ramstein. Duhast, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's, no, that's not the not, song. No, that's no, du- Duhast is Du. Duhas. Okay. Duhash mm-hmm. me. No, no, that's uh, <laughs> a whole different song. No, because I want no, because I remember in the thing it leads into that song. I want to say No, the Ramstein is a hard rock. This the what am I thinking the Matrix. The the ma- maybe it's Matrix. I think it's, it's in yeah. the Matrix, yeah. Anyway, so Winter Soldier, I fucking agree with you there too, man. Yeah, man. I mean that's that's one of my top two. Winter Soldier is one of my top two. Yeah. Uh probably top. Uh, that's my top. It's my top yep. top movie in, in comic books. Uh you know, Punisher, Dolph Lundgren, <laughs> <laughs> no. Warzone, Warzone. Man, I <laughs> love, I liked Warzone, man. No, I, you didn't. I really did like. Bro, Warzone. that jigsaw, really? that jigsaw acting was. No, horrible. jigsaw was terrible. But yes. if you just talking Punishers, straight Punisher Punishers. Only. Yes. Have you seen uh, the Tom Jane, uh, Tom Jane, uh, Thomas Dirty Jane. Laund- Thomas Jane, Dirty Laundry? No. Short, no. short on YouTube. No. Oh, do yourself a favor. We'll do it at the end of this. All right. All right. Listen, sounds interesting. It is. Awesome. So I'll just give you the plot. Um, they don't say he's the Punisher in the show. In the short, you mm-hmm. know, he's the character is doing laundry in a coin laundry, and there's this kid being bullied outside by a gang. I think the gang's trying to jump him in. Mm-hmm. Okay, into the trying to bring him into the gang. 
the kid doesn't want to. He's a, just a squared away little kid. Right. And uh, the Punisher shows up and, you know, squares, squares things away. Did you watch the new Handles season? <laughs> did you watch the new season on Netflix? Uh, yeah. You did? Season two? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that I heard it. I heard. I heard it in your voice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I heard it in your voice. It had it had momentum at right. the very beginning, man. And then uh, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole yet. That's fine. But it's uh, it was good. But so anyway, so Winter Soldier. My number two is I would have to go with the uh, Spider Man two. Now that we, we we talked about it, we talked mm. about it. Kind of very kinda, good. Yeah. Very good. It showed movie. how much it sucked to be Spider Man. <laughs> yes, that's a very good. That movie. is the point. And and that's what a lot of people don't realize. And it, it's so hard to come up with a sequel, right? Like, especially the one storyline, right? It's mm-hmm. very hard to come up with a sequel, and, and, and I think they did that very well. Yeah. Uh, Alfred Molina, we talked about it before. Yes, man. I think yeah. it was oh, a great brilliant, doc. Brilliant, brilliant Great doc. And, uh, and it's just that scene where everything's going wrong with him. His powers aren't really working. Uh, MJ is potentially going to get engaged with some guy, right? Wait, is this the uh, uh, the the wedding scene? Not the wedding scene, but the reporting scene? He's getting slapped around? Yes. Yep. And, oh. the and then um, everything's going wrong for him. Then, uh, up to that point, like things are bad. And then she slaps him, the, his, the love of his life, that he wants to let her know who he is, but can't, right? Because that's the, the biggest conflict of Spider-Man, which in the comic books was huge in Civil War when he actually revealed himself. Right. Yes, yes, absolutely. They, that's one of the things I thought at, they at, were going to do, and at, I was I think so the, afraid about that, what right. happens afterwards. Right. Well, well, Green Goblin, right? Uh, I'm never forgetting the, the comic book. So he, yeah. he takes off his mask in, in, in front of the podium because Tony Stark asked him to. Yeah. Oh. He says, I'm Peter Parker. Oh. And then the next, the, next <laughs> few, nice. the next few scenes in the comic book is like all his enemies are like, I got my ass kicked by that little kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, that guy, you know? Uh, that was a great one. I remember that because I remember but the fallout was just the fallout right. was so interesting yes. for him as a character because Spider Man's always about getting beat down and, and this is in the comic books, yeah. right? And the fallout to revealing his identity in Civil War, when I'm sure I'm going to spoil this for everybody, but hey, it's been like it, what, like 20, uh, 15 20 years, 15 years, <laughs> yeah. 15 years. Yeah. Spoiler when alerts have a time frame. The real yeah. Civil War came out 15 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> when Aunt May is killed, right? And well, I'm telling you, man. What the destruction that that causes for him as a character and how he has to overcome it. I don't like how it gets resolved afterwards. Okay. Because I think it's bad plot device. But with the Iron Spider and all that crap, with making a deal with the devil and oh, all right, he right. does is get rid of your marriage. Right, right, right. You still live together, but you didn't get married. Correct, correct, correct. I thought that was just cheap. Right. But everything that led up to that moment the death of Aunt May, everything that happened to him as a character, I thought was so interesting for the Spider-Man character. I thought so many interesting things were going to happen. I was more excited at that moment for the actual Spider-Man character than I had ever been. Then they kind of ruined it for me. But I thought that is what the Civil War should have been in the cinematic universe. Those kinds of decisions for the characters where you're like, they had a, like a, a a peak towards that where you might a little you know, bit like you know like you thought it was going to go that serious but then it didn't. But they had they had an issue right, especially with Spider Man in Civil War, Captain America Civil War. They introduced Spider Man in that one, right? So they, there Sony. was not enough plot development to 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 make you care, make guess. you care exactly. So if if it was if it was Tobey Maguire Spider Man, st- he still existed. Mm-hmm. Then then they could have done that. And I'm like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Right. Um, but Spider-Man 2 was in, in, and I like that vulnerability that he had. He, he really sold that vulnerability. 
And so that when, at the end, when he finally reveals himself to MJ, like you said, mm-hmm. you give a shit, you know? And it was a big scene because you, you actually held your breath. When he took off his mask mm-hmm. in front of MB, MJ, you held your breath. You're like, oh, what's going to happen? Right. How is she going to react to this? And I don't know about you guys. European landlord. Uh, it was hilarious. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Rent! <laughs> At that moment. And the daughter. When he's revealing oh. himself, every single person in the theater that I was in, had the exact same response. <gasps> oh. <laughs> and then as there was that small pause of silence, like four people in the row in front of me and like one in the row behind me all said, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she reacted and they're like, oh, okay, everything's great. Everything's all right. But it was that little pause at the moment that caused those people like, oh, no, this is about to go horribly wrong. I know Spider-Man. Everything right. goes horribly wrong. Yeah. This is the moment, and I thought it was such an impactful moment for that movie. Right, it it was great. Well, you know, and talk about the Spider-Man movies. I think that's what Sam Rami 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 did at least for for one and two, right? At least for one and two, that they didn't do with Andrew Garfield and they didn't do with Tom Holland, right? With Tom Holland, for example, with Homecoming, um, they you didn't buy. So what happens is, and you guys, I know, would all agree with me. All his enemies, there's a personal issue with them, right? Mm-hmm. With Doc Ock, is somebody, he's a scientist. He's right. a scientist, right? With Green Goblin, obviously, that's Harry's father. I mean, that was accurate, right? Um, you know, all these, all the characters, right? They didn't have the personal conflict in Homecoming till the end of the movie. Okay. Right? It was just Spider-Man fighting a bad guy. But they didn't sell me on, like, who he was to right? him, to him in relation to him. That's always the issue. Okay, the yeah. issue is that he's o- he ends up fighting some guy that is fucking close to him somehow, some way, right. you know, and he has to overcome that. I get he it. He has to overcome being yeah. Peter Parker and he has to be Spider-Man to save the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. For and some reason, they, they took away all of the exposition because they felt like everyone already knew it. But it's not the truth. Right. right. It's I not the truth. No, yeah. it's, a, it's a new, it's a new actor. It's a younger actor. And it's gonna bring a younger crowd, a new crowd into into the Spider-Man universe. Yeah, and if you introduce a new villain, just reintroduce the whole thing. I think making him making him uh, her father should have been introduced earlier in the movie. Okay, mm-hmm. and it would have caused more conflict throughout the movie instead of at the the fucking end of the movie when they're riding in the car to the whatever the prom. Correct. Yeah, yeah, he right. picks him up yeah, or whatever, yeah, or yeah, he yeah. shows up at the house. Yeah, he yeah, shows yeah. up at the house. And yeah, yeah. It's the father, you know. Okay. Yeah, that that kind of makes sense. I know we had the the question as well. Uh, it's gonna be a quick response, guys. It has to be quick because this. J- is just say the name only. Say the name only. Your favorite actor that portrayed Spider Man. Tobey Maguire. Okay. <sighs> Tom Holland. Woo. All right. I know. I, I knew I'd be by myself. I'm, so I'm a Toby. I'm a Toby. You're an Andrew Garfield? I am, man. Why? It's too old. <laughs> so this is the only one we're going to make fun wow. of, then, all right? <laughs> my, my, I don't know how you feel about this deal, but my issue with that Peter Parker, yeah. it's not fuck Andrew Garfield. It's not him. It's not the Andrew Garfield. It's not the actor. Yeah. It's, it's the way the character was written, right? Like, Peter Parker was cocky. And I don't remember a cocky Peter Parker. Yeah. It, yeah. He was also boring. Well, and it was yes. not the actor's fault. It was how it was written. Because what's the thing that always, personally to me, stuck me about bopper. Peter Parker was he was a kid. 
okay. trying to make the best of a bad situation. Right. The way The Amazing Spider-Man was written, it was his parents were all involved in the super secret agencies and his you know, genetic engineering. Uh, and we don't find that out until later, later on. But though, yeah. that's not what drives Peter Parker as a character. Even in the comics, yeah. when they use those kinds of storylines, it's afterwards, yeah. after he's established, after mm. he's done all these things. To bring them up at the beginning, you create an image, at least in my mind, of, oh, he was destined to be this hero. When the Peter Parker I remember was always, you got here by luck. You do what you do because you want to, because you think you should do the right thing. Right. You have a horrible luck. Yeah. But you persevere. And being Spider-Man, I think in like in part one uh, of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, at the very end of the movie, what does he say about his, his powers? It's his last line, I think. I don't remember. I get it. This my is my gift. This is my curse. But the, and oh, this okay, is my yeah, curse. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And remember, in the Tobey Maguire one. Because it puts everybody in danger. What was in he trying his mind? to do? He had to come up to that decision of, I want to do this. Because with great power comes great responsibility. I get it. Everyone repeats that line. Nobody really thinks about it. As a kid, he does not want to be Spider-Man. Right. He does not want to be a hero. Right. But his uncle believed in that line. With great power comes great responsibility. And he has to force himself at the beginning to believe that as well because he thinks he's responsible. I have one parallel to something that you addressed, but let me just address my point of this one. And he knows, Rick knows, that growing up, I, I couldn't stand Spider-Man. Absolutely hated. I absolutely hated Spider-Man as a character. Once again, we go back to this, the Hang With Me podcast <laughs> with Eddie only. <laughs> so, I you know that you know Stan Lee's favorite character. Of course. I okay. understand it. Yeah. And again, rest in peace, right? <laughs> I, I get it. But for me, the what I got out of a character as a kid growing up is that he's annoying as fuck. That was my thing that that's I got. His power. That's his power. That's real power. That's, that's, what that's, I why, that's why I like Tom Holland the best because I get it. even though Tobey Maguire was I agree best Peter Parker... The best Spider-Man is Tom Holland. His version, absolutely. Yeah, especially when he's fighting in civil in Civil War, mm-hmm. he's you know in in uh, in in, uh, in uh, what you call it in, in Infinity War, the way he's hopping around, like talking all the time. That's Spider-Man. He's or, homecom- or Homecoming when he, as a kid, yeah, when, right. when he sees those guys doing the ATM robbery yeah. or the ATM yeah. burglary, he won't shut up. He won't shut up, and that, that's and, true. And that's what I hated. That. That's what I hated. As but a do kid. you get it now? I I do. Again, but when I was reading it as a kid, I'm like, dude, just. Fucking shut up! Let's actually just fight these so, bad guys. So, so right? in the in the real world, there's this thing called the OODA loop, right? Okay. Uh, it's uh, observe, decide, and act. I can't remember the the second O. It's O O D A, right? Um, and it's basically a I think a Air Force Colonel can uh, realize this, right? So when we see something, we're gonna decide what's gonna happen, and we're gonna act based on what our stimulus is. Right. Does that make sense? If you and I are fighting hand to hand and you're thinking about how you're going to attack me and I keep on punching you in the face, right? I keep on resetting your OODA loop. You have to now it's a new stimulus and it takes you that much longer to decide to act on me. Does right. that make sense? Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. That makes sense. All right. So now that I understand that, yeah. That's exactly what Spider-Man is doing to these bad guys. These bad guys are like dealing with this hu- superhuman, mm-hmm. right? right? Jumping, bouncing all over the place. They're trying to decide what to do. But this f- guy won't shut up. <laughs> right, yeah. And yeah. he's ridiculously strong. And he's hitting you. So that you can't keeps, hit him. That keeps on yeah. resetting. If that was real, it would make sense to me because right. that would keep on resetting your OODA loop and it would make it so much harder to act on that Look stimulus. Look what he did to the Winter Soldier. 
Right. So, you got a metal arm? Oh man, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not only that, <laughs> like, like he was nothing. He know? stopped yeah. that one. I don't. I don't remember the creature's name from uh, the Black Order. Yes. Uh, yeah. He just stopped his mechanical arm just like by looking at right, it. Right. 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 That, that's all <laughs> right. he did. And that's the one thing I loved about Tom Holland. It it, it showcased his actual strength. Yeah. It showcased. They finally it. let him be Spider-Man. Yeah. So for I, the longest time, they were trying to make him Peter Parker. Right. This is the first time he got to be Spider-Man, which right. I really respect, and I will agree, he is the best Spider-Man. They just, I don't think they gave him story enough to be Peter Parker. I agree. And I don't like the supporting cast. You know what? Uh, I agree. They're okay. I agree. I, again, it's for a different generation. Yes. I, you know what? Yeah. That's fair. That's uh, fair. For, it's no. for a different generation. Yeah. Aunt May doesn't bother me as yeah. much, even though we're all accustomed MJ. to a very much older, older Aunt right. May. Yeah. Well, we're accustomed to a Tobey Maguire Aunt yeah. May, more than anything else. Right. But uh, I think it's the the high school cast is yeah. Is, it, again, know. it is for that, and it's just a, it's against what we just grew up with. That's all exactly. It, is. it has yeah. nothing to do with anything else. It's just trying to be a purist. It's what's yeah. it's what bothers <laughs> me. You know? That's all it is. Yeah, I mean, we, we we grew up and we're used to what we saw as kids, right? And that's why I stuck onto my thought process of why I couldn't stand Spider Man for the longest time until I started watching Spider Man Two. Literally, I that's like where it, it turned around for me. For that character. Now, this MJ is going to be interesting because she's not a popular cheerleader. Right. Right. You know, she's That's like. going to change her whole She's arc. like a hippie, emo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, leave me alone but person. I, but I wonder if, like, because uh, who she is, like, in real life, if they are going to change her where she gets discovered and ends up being a model or something like that, because that opportunity still lasts because they're still in high school. And and that's part of the issue with Spider-Man, because Spider-Man is us. Yeah. He's a nerd. He's a yeah, geek. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And she's, she's, gonna, the, she's the popular girl. And she's going to get hot. hard, you know, you know, we all know as just men, period. It's right. hard to approach. Oh, yeah. You know what we perceive as a as a popular or a very attractive girl. Right, right. So, uh, here, I mean, here's here's one thing that we can all uh, take away from uh, this this conversation as well. Um, you can kind of hear, we think of it as geeking out, but or you may think of it as geeking out, but what we are talking about is <coughs> things that have kind of shaped us and obviously have stuck with us for however many odd years we've been alive, right? Up to four decades plus, right? And these type of things that we may think is only for kids really is not like because it sticks with you. It, it there's. I mean, we can move on to another topic as well when we talk about comics into like television shows, right? But well, cartoons and comics were. If, never if you don't for mind, kids. I'd rather ask this question. Go ahead. What do you guys think about a mom? Hmm, I don't know. I don't think a mom so much. Let's say let's say a, a, a young boy. He wants to get into comic books, or he's reading a comic book, or his friend gave him one in, in school, right? He brought it home, right? Because he, he, he's never bought one. And maybe a father says, Why are you reading that shit? Okay. P- play some sports. Right, you know, right. Which is not uh, wrong. Which is not yeah. wrong. Yeah, what yeah. I'm saying is neglecting or, or not allowing your child to delve into comic books. Like, what's your perspective on that? Is that right? Is that wrong? You know, what, what's your opinion? So are, to are, me are, 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 any, are any of you parents? No. Rick, you're a parent? Okay, yeah. so, okay cool. So either way, so we're going to get a different perspective here. Still. So go ahead. Right, go ahead, guys. So to me, it, I do see it as wrong because one of the pinnacles of any individual should be imagination right? and the ability to have those thoughts that may not be inside the box. You may have an out-of-the-box idea. You yeah. may have something that you say, it's never been done before. But that imagination, that ability to say, eh, we can try it. It may work. I'm a firm believer that comics... Video games, movies, they stimulate that in a child. 
Okay. You see things in comics, and you're thinking, nah, it can never happen. But as a child, you're like, oh, wow, that could be so cool. And as you grow, as you become an adult, as you are put with problems, whether you're at work, in your personal life, when you meet those problems, you have to be able to say, here's what I can do as a person, and here is the person I want to be, and this is the action I'm going to take. But you cannot do that if you dedicate all of your focus to one mentality. And sports, I love sports. I've played sports since I was a kid. I'm not an athletic person, but I love sports. The problem with sports is that the thinking is very, very strict. It's very military. The coach is going to say what to do. You execute what the coach said to do, and that's what we do. We train, and we do what the coach says to do. And but that's also good for a kid. Yes, but I think that's good for an older child. Okay. okay. Approaching the teen years because you want that discipline. When they're younger, I am of the belief that that freedom to just think outside the box, to do all of those things is super important. And then when they reach their teen years, you start introducing that discipline that they're going to need later on in life. If right. you do that too early, you're kind of stunting that growth of imagination and problem-solving skills, so in Rick, my opinion. So Rick, what do you think? I mean, you, you, how many kids do you have? Just one. And Just boy, one. girl. A uh, girl. Okay, so, so a girl. So in the house, I know who did it. All right. <laughs> 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 all right, so you have a girl, and and so I, I guess I'll pose the same question to you, but I'm also going to add, you know, is there an appropriate age, or should you be monitoring what type of comics they're watching? Uh, comic books, you have to be, you have, you do have to be careful about the type of comic books that you're giving your kids, uh, to read. I think comic books are good because the writers for them are extremely talented ones. I mean, if you own a business, you're not hiring some idiot just to, uh, come up with a story. These guys, you know, these guys go to writing school or gals, you know, I apologize to all my ladies out there. There's talent. Yeah. The, you know, absolutely. It's like, you know, Star Trek actors, you know, they're theatrically trained, um, so as long as you're getting the right material and as a parent you're you know you're looking over that material like I got my daughter a uh, Captain Marvel comic book you know uh it's not one for meant for little little kids but right. it's not you know with blood or anything in there like that um so you can't stifle a kid in any in any way because then you make them feel that they can't do something um even in this day and age I try not to be too with my daughter that uh where I say, oh, this is what little girls should do, or this is what you know little boys should do. I mean, even stores have recognized now that they put all of the costumes in one area because maybe the kid likes the character. So you have to be careful about stifling kids nowadays and letting them be themselves, or they end up growing up hating themselves. And that's one of the things you don't want to be, you know, one of these fathers or mothers who have been put in this place when the kid says, oh, man, the kid wouldn't allow me to, my parents wouldn't allow me to do this, and this is what I've always wanted to do. Um, I love my parents. They come from a different generation. A lot of things that, you know, that we wanted to do as kids didn't make sense because, and then they, you know, and it's not like they wanted to stifle us. It's just that, you know, they wanted to protect what they saw, what they were raised uh, doing. So, you know, growing up, you, was it doctor, lawyer, thank you, Cosby's, you know, that was your yeah. only, yeah. <laughs> your only option. Right. Is, you know, you're going to be, you know, Heathcliff or Claire Huxtable. Um, but you know, as he you get older, Bill Cosby came up again. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's two in a row. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so we have two for Ke uh, two for, for Kevin, Kevin Spacey, Spacey and two for. Okay, yeah. go, ahead. <laughs> go ahead, bro. You guys are on a roll. <laughs> wow, you guys are like, are you writing these down? Yeah, <laughs> man. Uh, we, we're, we're, we're only like four episodes in, so <laughs> we will remember. We, we, we can remember the yeah. show. <laughs> uh, 
So um, right. So people were kind of set in a way of yeah. this is who you're gonna be. Yeah. So you know you you, you kind of let them uh, you gotta let them find out who they are and you know you you watch them. You just make sure you're not going too crazy. But I definitely right. would never take a book away from her. Even like if I found something real crazy, you have to talk to him about it before you take it away. What yeah. about you, Steve? I mean, just to piggyback on that, yeah, he won't take it away. There's a poster in his daughter's room right now, Justin Bieber. Right? I hate to put him on blast. That's yeah. that should be against child. That's, 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 that's against child that laws for sure. That one. She that picked is, it out herself. She picked man. it out. No, herself. no, no. Yeah. That, like, <laughs> it's not like the dude's shirtless. It's like some one where he was like that's freaking child abuse. fourteen it's years the, old. The teeny bobber one. Yeah. But uh, for me, um, again, I don't have any kids, but I think some parents have an issue of trying to live vicariously through their kids. Right. So right. when they don't do something that they've wanted to do throughout their whole lives, that's when they become angry. So no, no, son, you need to play sports. You need to pick up a, a baseball. You need there to pick up go. a football. Right? That's 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 the problem that I have. Right, right. Right. Those you have those parents that want to help their kids grow. Right. And I think, like Teodi was saying, helping them grow their imagination is highly important, especially in this generation. I think so. Absolutely. And, you know, and it's not just. I need to make sure that they're scoring high on their tests. Right, right. And I think that's one of the biggest things. And I think the takeaway oh, no, from started there. <laughs> the takeaway from what we grew up with, like we grew up in neighborhoods, right? Okay. You know, we played outside. Our imagination was based off of everything that we saw. So when we went outside to play with our friends, we were playing those things that we kind of mimicked and we were pretending to be those things. Right, right, right. Right? That helped us build actually confidence in ourselves too. And I think out of our influences, like reading comic books growing up, watching those cartoons. Like we've talked about G.I. Joe a few times, right? right? One of the only cartoons that actually had a moral yes. at the every single episode besides, even though some may disagree, South Park. I still don't Park. climb inside a refrigerator. Right? South Park? South Park has a disgustingly disguised moral every, every episode. Yeah. episode. And right? very every accurate. And yes. very accurate. <laughs> yes. And would I let my kids watch South Park? No. 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 Right, right. Right? But again... It's just that influence, and taking that away, I think it is a huge disservice. Man, so so I'm, I'm a combination of all of you guys, right? right? Um, I think, so I grew up only with my mom. Uh, I know my dad, my dad, I, I visited my dad every summer, and I, and I spent the summers with him in New Jersey. And uh, But I have a feeling, and I don't know, I'm just speculating here, but I have a feeling my dad would see me read a comic book, and he'd be like, that's a pussy shit. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, those old like, morals. Like yeah. that, that's a pussy shit. You know, you need to be doing X, Y, Z. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, and and it's not because he, he loves me, but it's just that's his mentality, right? That's just his point of view. I heard recently a psychologist, I, I, I think it was a Joe Rogan podcast. He was talking about how, I think at early development stages, let's just say up to fifth grade, whatever, what is that, 11 years old, 10, 11 years old? Yeah, that's about, about, about that age. That free play should be the priority. Right, like over anything else, like versus homework. It, it was kind of like a right. whole, it was really a discussion about how much homework children have today, right? Mm-hmm. Th- that's what really the discussion was about. But what I got, what I got from it was free play. That free play up to that age, right, is more important than homework. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Kids do things, right, and that's how they're gonna develop their imagination, as Teal said. Um, equally, I still think that regimen is very important at that age as well, you know, because as Rick could tell you, it could be chaos if there is no regiment. Absolutely. <laughs> you, right, yeah. You may end up there in jail because be you're going to kill your kid. So I'm okay with a good combination of healthy combination or, right. of, you know, if it's sports that's going to build regiment and, and, and drive, I'm okay with it. But if your child wants to read a comic book 
a fiction novel, whatever, uh, do it, man. Because I'm telling you right now, parents, do it. Obviously, make sure they're reading something that's appropriate for them. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, because if, you know, or they're watching something, a cartoon that's appropriate. Because if it's Legend of the Overfiend, right? Oh, oh, son. <laughs> oh man. I can't believe he went there. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing so well. <laughs> we were doing so well. Man, I'm just having horrible flashbacks <laughs> right oh my now. God. Like, Jeez. you know, like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm watching the Japanese animation and, and that's what it is. I mean, obviously, they cannot be watching that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, can you even make it to the first, like, 30 <laughs> seconds of yeah, that? Yeah, no, it was literally the scene was dropping and then you had to turn it off. Yeah. Well, so, so, no, I, know I, I know I went hardcore on that, but my point is, yeah, we definitely, you know, if my, if my kid picks up, a, um, you know, Punisher Warzone, right? right. Like comic book, comic, com, uh, Punisher Warzone. He's only six, seven years old. I, I, that I, I know right. it's not appropriate for him. Right, you know? right, right. But if he does pick up the Amazing Spider-Man or he picks up, you know, some other lighter, even earlier Uncanny X-Men, stuff like that. Right, right. right. You know, I'm okay with it because there, there is a lesson there, you know. Yeah. There is lessons there and and, uh, and that built me who, for who I was. So, uh, so you know, I appreciate that input, guys. No, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's what we're trying to kind of delve into. Like, growing up, we may be talking about real technical geek stuff, but you see how it's really shaping us. If you know us, like anybody that's listening right. to this podcast, if you know us, these are the type of things that influenced us growing up and kind of shaped us. So, and, and let me tell you something, guys. And so, if you guys don't know, I'm in law enforcement, right? Mm-hmm. And in, I'm, going, I'm working on my 19th year now in law enforcement, right? So, wow. almost, almost two decades already. And I can tell you that, you know, I know there's a, the, you know, I don't want to get into politics, but, yeah. you know, you guys draw whatever conclusions you want from whatever you've seen. Yeah. But I can tell you that if you guys know me, you know, I'm a good person, you know, and, and trust me when I say I bring that good person into my, in my job too, and I make whatever decisions as a good person. Right, right. right. And I can tell you that it, just like you guys at work or amongst your lives, you're, you're going to draw people that are like you to you, you know? All right. So so if you if you get to know me and, and, and Steve knows me, you, you're just going to hopefully assume that I'm associated with equally good people that are also in law enforcement. Right. You follow what I'm saying? Right. And the funny thing is that those good people that are in law enforcement and those good people that I was in the military with like comic books. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, it's such you, a, you a huge I mean? genre of people who really don't talk about their genre, like and then until you find out you're in that club. Correct. Yeah, because it's weird, right? Like, I'm in an alpha male uh, or an alpha person, really, organization, right? Whether it be the military or law enforcement, everything, you know, it generally draws alphas, generally, right? Right. So it's not easy to be vulnerable or, or to show a vulnerability because it's going to be exploited. Or exactly. is it immediately. Either, immediately and mostly comically. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> people are going to they're gonna jump on your yeah, shit. Yeah. They're going to make fun of you, you know? So it's very hard to say, you know, I watch Rick and Morty. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? It's very hard to say that because, oh, you watch cartoons or you're a kid? Are you a little kid? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, But they don't get it. Right. You know, yeah. But when I do start, when you start getting into your clique, if you will, you start realizing that there's more of you out there, and they're good people. They're amazing. They're, and not people. only good people. Yeah. They're smart people. Brilliant. Yeah. Because the philosophy behind those comic books goes even beyond the words that you read. Right. Right. So, like, uh, let's talk about anime. Um, uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Brotherhood. Right. Okay. The real one, right? So <laughs> <laughs> I like both, actually. I, I do like, like both. both until, like, ep- well, you know, until that. The, the until shit. they split? Yeah, Even they split. after they split, I like both. <laughs> but Brotherhood, right? Yeah. I mean, 
you can't get more philosophical than Full Metal Alchemist, man. Right, right. And it's all about humanity. Okay. Humanity, 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 humanity. And that brought like I was I was an adult watching that. I mean, yeah. I'm in my late mid to late twenties watching it. And I'm like, man, it gave me perspective. I learned something new. I, I learned a new perspective. Right. And I and I when I looked at another human after watching an, an a Japanese animation, it gave me more perspective and more uh, is empathy the right word? Uh, empathy like, is the right yeah, word. Empathy for another human being okay. that yeah, I yeah. come across. So. Yeah, yeah. It's funny you should bring that anime up. That anime to this day has the one moment that we I'm sure we all know which one it is that will never fail to make me stop and just get angry okay. and sad and frustrated at the exact same time. It's I have a soft spot for kids. I've had it my whole life. I yeah. don't like to see kids suffering needlessly. And that anime still has the one moment that I can never just brush off. I have to either stop and get angry. Yeah. To this day, I've seen it a hundred times. Or skip by it because I know I'm going to get angry. Go ahead. Okay. And it's the scene that ends with Big Brother, don't hurt him. When the young girl uh-huh. is turned into the chimera. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And that scene was so impactful to me. The very first time I saw it, I had to stop the episode and just stare at my screen and say, why? Right. Why would you do this? And then right afterwards, when she's killed immediately, without a chance to change anything, without a chance to even attempt anything, she just tried to fix her. killed. Right. Mm-hmm. And it never fails to get to me immediately. Hits me right in the heart. I go immediately to frustrated and angry. Right. And those moments are amazing. And those moments will change who you are. I fully believe that. Well, I mean, talk about Full Metal. We'll just continue a little bit. Like, why, why is the little brother, Yeah. right? Uh, so Edward and um, Alphonse, Alphonse. Alphonse, right? Mm-hmm. Why is Alphonse in that metal suit to begin with? Yeah, Oof. man. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Be- besides yeah. the mother thing, right? Is the brother sacrificed, sacrificed himself. Yeah. himself to keep something near him, something that he loves. And, right. you know, just thinking about that for a second, right? Like, if your kid's watching that, you know, and we're just um, Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, well, I think ten year olds a fair age for Full Metal Alchemist, right? Ten or so old, right? Yeah. You know, ten, twelve. Yeah, I think that's a fair age. Like if if your ten year old's watching Full Metal Alchemist, right? He's gonna learn something, man. That you're gonna want him to learn, right? And maybe that it's gonna be so hard for you to teach, right? Right. You know. So I mean, what, I mean, what, what do you guys think? Well, well, I, I'll look at it like this. Um, when it comes to anime, I'm very specific about the type that I like, right? Um, but let's look at the source. This is how that culture tells its stories, right? Right. Here in America, we may do like live-action movies, and it has to be dramatic. It has to be this, tears, raindrops, and all of that. There's so much symbolism that we can learn from those other cultures and how they tell that story. And I think that's one thing that has stuck with us for such a long time and also gives us a better appreciation of that culture in itself. If that Look makes at the sense. insurance commercials. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Think <laughs> those, about it. Those Koreans. Uh, Speaking of symbolism, <laughs> God, yeah. like, insure me, please. Speaking <laughs> of symbolism and cultures, I've never been able to understand why people say the live-action movie is more relatable to me. Right. Why? The costumes almost never look that good. Okay. No matter how good your movie is, the costumes always fall into the uncanny valley. The acting, no matter how good it is, can never ever match 
the exact same feelings because in most cases, the actors are not being given all the opportunities right. because the movie has to be put into a two-hour time limit. Wow. So all of these things that, yes, you can have a truly emotional moment, but you can have a truly emotional moment from an animated series as well. Right, it's not automatically that I need to see a real person's face to get emotion. Right. Most of the time, I'll see a real person's face, and I see them not having the right emotion. And then right, right. that will actually pull me back out. Right. So symbolism is going to be much stronger in an animated series than in a live-action movie. Because in an animated series, you draw your symbols. Right. You set it up how you want it. All the colors are how you want them. Yeah, yeah. I think you appreciate story more that way because even, let's say, uh, when you have anime, a lot of the time you're uh, watching it with subtitles, so it's more like you're reading it, so it is like a comic book in a way. Um, and when you read a book, like, let's say, uh, Steve and I had this conversation, Lord of the Rings, probably mm -hmm. one of the... Like, that move, That book is gut-wrenching. I remember, and uh, that would make fun of me if you go uh, if you want to, but at the end where they're, uh, Sam and Frodo are at the mountaintop, and, like, they're describing how their faces look. Like, in the, in the movie, it has nothing to do with, like, how it really is and how they describe it, man. I'm like, I'm reading this, like, freaking tears falling down on the page. I'm like, good God, someone give these hobbits, like, chapstick or something. <laughs> I can tell they're really going through it. <laughs> and I haven't even seen the movie. Some cocoa buddies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but I, I'm with you, man. I, I'm with you. I, I mean... I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit on that. Just And in, 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 in I don't want to draw away from the, the point of this current conversation, but devil's advocate is it's, you know, you got to be a little lazier in a movie, right? Because, like you said, you have two hours in Lord of the Rings case, three, three-hour movies, mm -hmm. right? So it's, you know, how long did it take you to read Lord of the Rings? God, uh, I think I did it, like, uh, within a few weeks. Okay. All, 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 all of them? Yeah. Including The Hobbit? Uh, no, I okay. actually read The Hobbit in high school. Yeah, right, yeah. And well, then well, well, you know, that's a great example, right? Even though I liked the, the Hobbit movie. I, I don't think it was a bad movie, you know? Yeah. It was, it was, a it was good an adaptation, it was a good, Yeah. But when you watch, I'm sure you saw, as a kid, you saw the animated movie yes. of yeah. The Hobbit. Yeah. yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all, I think we, uh, I don't know if you saw it, but uh, T.O., but... Uh, <laughs> I okay. Now I have to go see so, it. So it's old school. I mean, it is old school. I think they used to show it on PBS all the time. Yeah. Like, it was one of those movies that was show on PBS. Dark Crystal Days, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good God. And... That holds harder, more, I think, from what Tio was saying, because they're able to draw more emotion right. easier mm -hmm. through animation than rather having an actor draw the same emotion. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, to play devil's advocate, like I said, it's, you know, you got to give them a little credit. It's not hard to take those three novels. I mean, Peter Jackson, I think, did a very fair job. Amazing. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, um, amazing job. I mean, he won... All three movies, I think. I think all three movies won Best Picture. You I know, think, I think so. Or so two and three, or just I think all three did. You know, I don't think one did. Yeah, I think maybe two, two and three. three. Yeah. Yeah. I don't believe one did. No. Okay. Yeah. But my point is, you know, you know, just playing devil's advocate, I think you know it's it's hard to take those three books, put it in a freaking movie. You know. Yeah. So you gotta almost take highlights. Oh no, they absolutely you know? did. They cut whole characters out of there. I think if you look at Lord of the Rings, it the book is a tale of Middle Earth, and the movie is just about the ring. Correct, correct, correct. So, going back to what, what the conversation is about is, you know, it's I, I think, and unfortunately, we don't have the uh, the opposing side here, right? Mm -hmm. I, we all agree here that it's important, or we think it's okay, rather. It's not important. Like, if your right. kid never picks up a comic book, it yeah. turns out to be a good person. Right. It's not, they didn't need a comic book to they be a good person. They didn't need it, right? Yeah, right? absolutely. But what we're trying to say is if they do have a comic book in their hand or they're watching Dragon Ball Z or, or <laughs> you know, whatever it is that you think it's stupid, you know, 
It's not. Yeah, absolutely. It's not, yeah. and give them an opportunity to to delve into the, that imagination and that world. Uh, you know, make sure they're not jumping off a building and think they can fly. You know, absolutely. <laughs> one up but, yourself. You know, there's there's, there's millions of stories yeah. out there. And how many people say that if parents spend more time with their kids, they could you know impact their growth more. It would be beneficial to them. Well, guess what? Share that with them. Don't right. just let them read that comic. Share it with them. Pick yeah. one up. Pick one up. Share that knowledge. Watch that series with them. Go to the Comic Cons with them. Yeah. Share those emotions with them, and that will have a positive impact. You're yeah. going to be spending more time with your kids. Mm-hmm. You're going to be having things to talk about. You're going to have a closer relationship. So when you have to have a hard conversation, you have a better relationship, as opposed to they get home every day from school, they right. lock themselves up in their room, or they're late because they were in soccer practice at school or football practice at school, and then they get home, eat, and lock themselves up in their room, and then they play video games, and nobody talks until the next morning we say hi to each other. Right, right. Share that with them. Have that opportunity. Watch an anime every night with your kids. Take an hour every I'm night to watch something. I'm fortunate where my daughter like, comes to me and says, hey, Dad, you want to go play video games? You want to go play Roblox? I'm like, yeah, sure, let's go. I got to say, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm proud as an uncle that we got her um, into the whole Comic-Cons as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah we she got, yes, cosplay and shit. Yeah. yeah every year, got, like, yeah. she talks about, like, she plans a day, like, it's, this is what she wants to do on this day. Yeah. That's cool. That's so that part cool. of that imagination is definitely there. Can you believe she actually wanted to take a picture with the Pink Ranger, the original one? Like she really? has it hanging in with her room. A- yeah. Amy Joe Johnson. Amy yeah. Joe Johnson. Yeah. So you know they didn't get paid shit. No. Yeah, yes. Nothing. <laughs> they still don't. Yeah. That's yeah. the problem. That's why they right. They, they didn't get paid. These people because they don't get paid. Shit, man. Well, yeah. Even the newer ones. Even the new ones don't get paid. Isn't there like new laws and like new rules that? that yeah, like but it's still they r- film in New Zealand, I, I, so they don't have to pay. Uh, them. <laughs> because the first ones they don't get any royalties. They don't get nothing. Yeah, man. Dick. No. <laughs> My friend is a hardcore Power Rangers fan. He has all the merchandise. He watches really, yeah. all the series. Yeah. And I talked to him about this because we I watched the originals. I was a kid. That was my series. I didn't go too far into it because the series started going off in directions that I personally did not enjoy at the time. He stayed with it forever. And he and I have these conversations. And if you listen to him talk, it's just the same mess it's always been. They moved right. production to New Zealand so they don't have to pay people. There's no unions over there, so they got to pay their actors less. And everything is less expensive for them to make. So all of that was done because they kept losing people when they were doing it stateside, and it was still too expensive. Yeah, that's crazy, man. That is insane, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so um, let's go off on a different... I think we we beat that that horse a little bit, right? All right, yeah, no problem. (laughs) What do you think... uh, So lately, as an adult, I've, uh, I've diverged in the last 10 years or so into more adult type comic books, right? Uh, or or just more mature. Not you know, not like not, not, not porn, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> not, not porn. What right? was that? Um but yeah, like Dark Horse or so one of my favorite uh author authors for uh for comic books is Garthinus, right? Okay. Which he did write Punisher. Right. Okay. He wrote probably the more hardcore versions of Punisher, right? And his most famous comic of all time is Preacher. Right. Ah, yes, love that <laughs> series. Okay, so movie pre- was so bad though. And he, I think The Boys is his too. And and Amazon Prime is about to come out with The Boys. Um, I can't. I didn't know that uh, Seth Rogen was involved in that show. <sighs> That's day day one. I knew it, and I knew, I knew that they were gonna <laughs> do. he was involved. <laughs> I'm like, uh, That's it. I knew. Yeah. I mean, to his credit, I, we know who he is and what do you expect, right? Right, right. So, 
Um, what do you guys think about like those grotesque type? Like, there's the cross. I don't know if you ever read the cross. Uh, like those type of uh, those type of movies. I mean, those type of comic books. Now, I I don't have. I'm sorry, guys. Actually, no. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. I, I don't have that much experience reading those. However, again, since I'm more of the type that loves the gritty real, I guess, uh, whatever you want to call it, like the universe that, that exists in, I appreciate that, right? And I can read it and be like so involved. It's like watching Sin City, even though it's a very comical movie, right? The adaptation, but it's what it came from. I like, I get so involved in the overall atmosphere of that movie, right? Oh, or that whole noir. Uh, just that whole thing. Yeah. Just that feeling that it gives me. I'm, I'm, I'm the type that's able to get really entrenched into that storyline. Like that there's going to be sacrifice. There's going to be pain through trying to figure out exactly what you're going to. So is Max Payne your favorite video game? I've never played that game. Man. <gasps> <laughs> Sorry, man. man. I've never played Max Payne. He's your brother? I've he, never played he, yeah, Max Payne. You allowed him in the house? <laughs> it's <laughs> weird. Man. He doesn't like. You never liked really even uh, that's like Grand Theft Auto or anything. He still hasn't beaten the new that's God of War. Su- that's oh, come super on, man. noir. <laughs> I don't think there's a video game that gets more noir yeah. than Max Payne. Yeah, yeah. but I, again, when it comes to video games, I'm different. Okay, but go ahead. Yeah. I'm with you, man. So, I mean, that I, I, I've always appreciated those type because, again, it goes away from everything sunny. You know, everything's happening outdoors. Everything is, oh, we're just going to figure this out as a team. Hey, go, rah, go, rah. It's Someone is going to. I liked it when people died. Right, right. Foremost, you like right? tragedies. You know, I love that. I loved it when somebody died that you especially didn't expect. Right. right? And, and and that's the type of, I guess, the realism that I can appreciate from those type of comics. No, I I, I personally like uh, when they go off on those uh, different... You have to have different genres in everything. They can't just be like, you know, hero, good versus evil. Sometimes the bad guy has to win. Sometimes you have to have like a really dark, dark story just for no reason. Uh, I remember, was it like the year before last? I went to a, a Comic Con and like this guy was handing out books, and uh, it was like a two-page thing that I saw, and I ended up getting like the whole thing of it. It was some kind of weird twist on Cinderella, where she was like some demented valley girl who was like killing off the other princesses, trying to be more popular. So like Fable? Was it? I I gotta find the title. I can't. I, There's I, a video game about Tilt. Telltale, which they're defunct now, but uh, mm. it was uh, The Wolf Amongst Us. Okay. So that's based on that novel called uh, Fable, and I want to say it was, was it Cinderella? Somebody was killing all the princesses or whatever. But anyway, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, it was very like, like the girl talked very Valley Girl in, in, in the comic book, and it was lighthearted, but it was very, very gruesome where, you know, they were taking off people's heads, you know, she was doing whatever just to move up in that social order. Um, but then they had other ones. I mean, even Marvel has kind of dabbled in it in a way. Um, when they did, uh, the entire Marvel Universe turns into zombies or Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. That one's pretty gruesome. Wolverine is um, death, killing everyone. Yeah. The what if. I remember that one. I, I love those those takes in those genres. I mean, it's, it's why they're comic books. It can't all be one thing. Man, I love Preacher. Preacher is yeah, you, so. You, you were preaching to me about preacher good. the entire time. Constantine show is another one. I have it. That's if you want a good it. one too. Constantine, Constantine is good. Yeah. good. Constantine is good. Uh, man, preacher is good. Good. It, you know what it is, and uh, I'm, I'm religious, right? Mm-hmm. I'm religious. Uh, you know, am I religious to you know? Do I go to church every Sunday and stuff like that? Maybe I should be a little more, right? Um, from my perspective. Um, but I, I, I have this weird. 
liking to like stories where there's a challenge, right? Against that, right? Even though I don't, oh, I, even though supernatural like that, shit. right? Right? Like even though yeah. I don't, I, I don't follow that, and I, I, I you know, I'm a, I believe in God, uh, mm-hmm. but it's it's just like so, you know, so preacher if, if for people listening to us, like it's about, you know, some guy, some presence, right? Takes over him. He's a preacher himself. And when the presence takes over him, it destroys the whole church that he's that he's uh, preaching. So it kills everybody. So he's in a diner. He you know eventually meets a girl and a guy, and, a guy, and the guy ends up being a vampire, um, an Irish. Drunk, oh, I love that an Irish character. drunk vampire in the show. That's the best character. Even though. in the show, it was pretty good. Yeah. But but we all know the comic better. <laughs> 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 so the the interesting part about it was that on the seventh day, when God made Earth, he rested, but he also didn't come back. Right. Right. So th- they blame everything that occurred to Earth, all these wars, famine, disease, everything, on the fact that God just never came back. He made it. He was done. Mm. So the presence that this guy has in him, right, is actually equivalent to God because there was a demon and an angel that had sex, right. if you will, and they, they spawned this thing. And the reason it's as powerful is because it goes against what God created. All right. Nephilim, is that it? A Nephilim, yeah. Well, that's the uh, marriage between, uh, I guess, uh, angels and demons. Angels yeah. and right. So, yeah. so this presence goes in there, and then this guy decides, the preacher decides that he's going to have God answer to his failure. You know, and, yeah. and, and that's the whole quest. And then the Saint of Killers, and holy shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was nice. The Saint of Killers is the. Yeah. So, so heaven has to, like, they're scrambling now, right? The guys that are still, in, they're like, kind of in charge of heaven. They're scrambling. They're like, they, don't, they can't stop this guy because he has the word of God. So if he says to do something, you're gonna do it. Yeah, you know. So they uh, they have to summon the saint of killers to try to catch him, and then you know everything goes. It from takes off from there. Yeah, man. Oh, and then the characters they meet on Earth. <laughs> Interesting. It's, right. it's Garthias. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're gonna if you're gonna I guess pay attention to it, I would say read it over watching the series. Absolutely. Yeah. Look at preachers nine volumes. If you have the gra- if you do the graphic novels, it's just nine volumes. Yeah. That's the easiest way of doing it instead of getting yeah. the issues. It's like The Walking Dead. I mean, as good as the show was up until like the sixth or seventh season. Yeah. Right. Uh, the comic book was that much better. Absolutely. Usually, so it's interesting that I normally, as Steve said, I like my action. I like my stories to be a little bit more lighthearted. I want to enjoy myself, but I actually do still read a lot of the more dark and gritty series and usually it's on the manga side i don't know if any of you've ever read berserk no no but i uh i watched it yeah so berserk as a manga is amazing and it is dark as hell uh depending on which anime you may have watched they only ever cover usually the beginning where even though everything is horrible it's still pretty nice Right. So the main gist of this story is think of it as a more medieval Europe setting. Most things are close to reality, so you're not going to have people jumping 50 stories and going crazy. And the main story, the main character, his name is Guts. He's a child that was born from the corpse of a woman who was hung on a tree. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. And (laughs) he fell out as a baby, as a newborn, and was picked up by a mercenary captain. That mercenary captain uh, tried to raise him as his son, trained him in swords, and because as a child he was wielding a normal-sized sword, when he grew up, he had built muscles for a sword that was much bigger right. than what he was actually, his actual size. So he uses a giant sword just because of that interaction. 
Now, the reason I say this is because all of that, that's the nice side. He later meets up with a band of the hawk. It is a group led by this man who has a dream to become the leader of his own kingdom. Right. They're all peasants. They're not that important. And he is going to lead them to greatness. Guts ends up joining him because he wins a duel against him. And he says, all right, fine. I'll join your group. As they become friends, you start seeing that Griffith, the leader of the band of the hawk, is not quite there. He's weird in ways that it's hard to understand at the beginning. Right. At one point, they meet this demon. And this is the first inkling of what the series is actually going to turn into. The demon, you find out, demons exist in this world, but they hide as humans. When they turn into demons, they give up their humanity through a special ritual. They hint at the beginning arc, the nice arc, as it's more a medieval action fantasy, that Griffith will become a demon. Right. Well, that happens in the climax of the original arc, where he goes to become a demon, and his sacrifice is everybody that believes in him, all his friends, everybody in the band of the hawk. And he marks all of them, and they're sacrificed to death by demons. Right. So the entire group is killed, except for Guts and Casca, the main girl. She is violated horribly by the now demon Griffith and gives birth to a demon child because she had previously been pregnant with Guts' child. This is all the nice side of it. This turns into an arc where Guts decides he is going to hunt down all of the demons until right. he gets to Griffith, mm -hmm. who is a demon god, and kill him. And it's all about this man's endurance and perseverance throughout that goal and challenge because he is still basically a normal human killing things that ignore human reality. Right. And the story only gets worse and worse yeah, and yeah. worse. And it is one of the darkest stories you will ever read, but it is one of the most interesting ones because as a character, right. you will never find a better underdog, in my opinion. Okay. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, that sounds not bad at all, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I've watched one. I think Netflix has Berserk. Netflix and, has that. And it, yeah. uh, I watched one of them, and I, I got to be honest with you, I couldn't get into the anime as much. You got to read it. The yeah. anime will never do it justice. So, you know, so, 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 so we're talking about different topics now. Why don't, I, I'm curious, how about if we were to recommend, let's say somebody's listening to this right now, right? Right. And they, they aren't into this. They aren't into comics. They aren't into Japanese animation. They, you know, whatever, movies, right, right. whatever. Yeah. Can, what, can we go around the table and for somebody who's never, never gotten into this or, you know, like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to give it a shot, right? Or I'm going to give my kid a comic book, right? Mm-hmm. What do they get? So maybe one comic book and one anime. You know, what will we go? We'll start with Steve. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, let's see. Let and you can give a quick a quick why, you know? All right. Let me start with, wait, how old? Well, you, <laughs> Important you question. Can, you can make your own rules. You can say, All well, right. I will give, you know, recommendation for this to all this right. person. Whatever. Someone that's a little bit older. All right. So I'm going to go off of, like, one of my favorites of all time. Um, it is a little complex. We're talking about anime first, and that movie is Akira. Okay. Not movie. because I named my dog Akira. Right. right? right. But it is, um, it gives you a glimpse into un how to understand how Japanese anime works. Right, right, right. right? The Are you trying to confuse the hell? That's what I'm saying. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a sci-fi. It's a sci-fi. It's one. a complex, and it, it talks about like a dystopian type future, it's right? A, yeah. Based off of something that can't, well, not necessarily can happen, but it's 
it deals with technology gone wrong in a sense, right? So what you're trying to say is that the, at least the the viewers, this is the first anime, right? right? This is their and, first anime, and it was for a lot of people in that time. Right? It was, it, you know, no, it was my second. But for a lot of people in that yeah, time, right? Americans per se, yeah, that was probably one of the first animes they were going to watch during that during the time that they were kind of coming over, right, right? Right. So what you're trying to say is that it, it's ultra complicated. It's very complex. But you're gonna get a good feel as to right. you know what's going on in the mind of those those type of uh, storytellers, right. right? And so the symbolism isn't way out there. It's something you can. I'm not gonna say you can relate to because it's a different type of world, but you can understand it better than than a lot of things to where you have to get in depth of what symbolism means, like the colors, like you were talking about before that a lot of they uh, that the Japanese animations use. You okay. know, and w- w- what year is Akira more or less? 90, I think. Nah, I think 89? Late 80s, I think. Is it 89 or something like that? Maybe 89 80. 90? So All right. One of those two. And uh, comic books. So Akira, we got one for Akira. Okay, it has a Japanese animation. If you're going to get into anime, it is one of the top animes of all time. I mean, arguably, right. but it is one of the top animes of all times. And it is a sci-fi, so you got to be type, you know, like the sci-fi genre. I'm sorry, I got to give one more. Oh, uh, no, no. Damn no, it. No, right, no, 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 go ahead, bro. No, no. <laughs> it's, um, it's you can't give a manga now. You I'm not. I'm not. It's like something yeah. that he's gonna about to get into, which is Princess Mononoke. Um, okay. Ah, oh, you beat me to it. So, that I have to say, because again, that's less complex than Akira, and I think that would be my recommendation. And, and, and we'll just for, for people listening, uh, say the name one more time. Princess Mononoke. It was actually an Oscar-nominated film yes, for it Best was. Animation. I think yeah. it won, actually. Spirited so Away was as well. Right, yes. correct, correct. So it's one big studio that studio does, Ghibli. The, the, Ghibli. does these movies. Yeah. And, uh, Ghibli. Ghibli. And yeah. they're actually in the top 10 mo- highest-grossing animes of all time. Of all time. Yeah, according, like to Wiki- of according to Wikipedia. So. Right. So, so either one of those two. And uh, comic books? You know what? I, I will, I'll stick with an X-Men. To be honest with you, because the the storyline wasn't too in depth to where it trailed off into like other comics. Like comic books have a tendency to do that, to have those one offs that you need to read, and right. like a far off comic book. And Uncanny X Men for me. All right, so now we're looking at late eighties, early nineties. Late eighties, right? yeah, okay. absolutely. So late eighties, early nineties, X Men. Yeah, okay. Uncanny X Men. Right, Uncanny, Uncanny X Men. Yeah. Right. So there's a great animated series. It's on a, uh, you know what I thought it was, but it used to be on Hulu, but uh. If it's an early '90s, uh, I know we all watched it here, but uh, so if if you want to look up a good and, and it follows the comics pretty accurately for the most part, uh, f- uh for Uncanny X Men. So if right. you know, I, w- I would just piggyback that. And if you if you could look it up, it's an American animation of the X Men. So it's an early '90s. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. That theme song's already in my head. Yeah, of course. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most exciting uh, theme song ever made, ever, except yeah. Centurions. All right, go ahead. Oh, good God. <laughs> Centurions was uh, another one, yeah. All right, so Rick, so so you're the older brother. Uh, make your brother sound stupid. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. When you're going to go, if we're going to, I'll start off with comic books. Uh, I'm going to kind of piggyback off of uh, Steve, but a little bit more specific because... X-Men, actually, man, they got all the way up to, like, I want to say, like, 500 uh, on the Uncanny, like, 500 books. Uh, The section I thought was really great because it went into the past and went into, like, the possible future was the Age of Apocalypse. And you can actually get that in just of, like, a uh, booklet set where it has everything. Like a graphic novel. Yeah, like a graphic novel. And for people who don't know, what happened was is Professor Xavier actually has a son, probably one of the most powerful mutants ever. 
um, by the name of Legion, but he is completely insane. Um, multiple personality, um, if I'm correct, just but uh, to the point where he's now like they keep him comatose. Uh, but one day he wakes up and he has like an epiphany that the only reason that Professor Xavier's dream has never come through is that because of Magneto. So he decides to travel back in time and kill him. But that time they're actually best friends. And in the time he's going to kill him, he actually kills his dad. And this is the entire Marvel Universe. What would have happened if there was no Charles Xavier? And Apocalypse takes over the world and completely puts everything on its end. Uh, Cyclops is working for uh, Apocalypse. He's his number one hand. Uh, Magneto is running the X-Men. The only one who has an idea of what actually happened was Bishop because he was a time traveler and he was stuck there. And it was every book, almost, I want to say, eight different uh, X-Men titles, like X-Force, X-Factor, and they brought in like four different new ones. They brought in even uh, a couple characters that they created that stayed into the Marvel Universe, like X-Men, um, uh, which was another offset of Cable. Uh, they they put in, it was just such a great series how they changed everybody. Uh, how Wolverine lost an arm. Uh, how Beast was just this psychotic, uh, like uh, Dr. Sinister-esque type of person. It right. was just a really, really good. So X-Men, Age of Apocalypse. Yeah. All right. So, and now we're going to go to your anime. Anime, man. Uh, and just so people know, anime is just what we call it here, right? Over there is Japanese animation. Yeah. So, so anime is just short or is Japanese for animation. So mm-hmm. it's just what we call it that here. But uh, just so when we say anime, we're, we're talking about Japanese animation. But anime just really means animation. Uh. I'm going to have to, you know, I didn't think of it until you guys said it, but I would have to say Princess Mononoke because... All that right, is so that's two for Princess Mononoke. It's all right. such an all-inclusive I have a feeling it's going to be a three for Princess Mononoke. <laughs> <laughs> I've changed my recommendation. <laughs> I knew you would. I knew you would. It, it doesn't need any backstory. You know, it, 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 it sets so, everything so up and it finishes it so you understand it and you get the genre. All right, so you guys are going to jump on my shit here. All right, man. Uh, are we going Teodi or are you No, next? but uh, you guys are going to jump on my shit. All right, probably, man. I've never seen it. Oh, I know you have. <laughs> I know you have. You, you've already really? told me your top ten. <laughs> really? You, I wow. can get it to you. I can so, get it to you. No, no. I mean, he's going through I, the process. I can get it to me, too. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I have it on me right All now. Right. Well, if, you, uh, if you can, I'm download sp- the original, not the Billy Bob Thornton voice Okay, well, well I'm, watching, uh, I'm watching Spirited Away right now as we speak. That's a, so, so another, I'm, I'm midway on that one. I just finished the bath scene, like with uh, the 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 nasty spirit. Right. Yeah. So I just finished that scene. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That those movies are amazing. So I'm not gonna use that as my recommendation since Steve and Derek have already taken it. So what am I gonna say? I'm just gonna recommend all of Hayao Miyazaki's films. All of them are really amazing. Princess Mononoke, Spirited Away, Howl's Moving Castle. They were all just amazing. But that's not gonna be my anime recommendation. Okay. I'm gonna do something a little bit different then. I'm going to take a cue from the fact that I wore the shirt without even realizing. I was My already thinking anime that, yeah. recommendation is going to be Cowboy Bebop. We didn't talk series, though, man. We just, we're talking Cowboy about movies. Bebop. Yeah. You're talking if about you're anime talking movie. About yeah. anime, movie. it does not get better it than Cowboy better. Bebop. All right. And you took my movie. So I'm going <laughs> to cheat. And know, you put me onto a good one a while ago. As a series. And. If I was going to talk about comics, I'm going to cheat a little bit. I'm going to talk about manga, which is Japanese okay. comics. Yeah. And 
normally I would be recommending something older, something that's complete, something that I really enjoy. But there's a new one that's ongoing right now that I'm a huge fan of that I really like all of the themes that it tackles, how it does its story development, how it develops its characters. And I actually was the one that told Steve about this, and it's My Hero Academia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, yes. Yeah, it is yeah. new. It is an amazing, yeah, amazing series it that is good. I yeah. really like, and that would be my recommendation for an ongoing comic right now. So you're going to go with for Cowboy Bebop for a manga? Cowboy Bebop for an anime. Or an anime. And, and, oh, and then My Hero, my for, hero a manga. For, for the manga itself. All right. All right, cool. All right. All right. Those are good. Those are good. So, you know, mines aren't as deep as you guys. You guys are deep, man. All right. So I'm going to kind of recommend for, like, an adult. That's kind of my, my perspective there. Like, you know, you're a grown person. You want to get into, into you know, some type of animation, comic book type of deal. So I'm going to start with a comic book. Okay? I don't know if you guys ever read it. It's a Brian Michael Bendis book. Okay? Or, or a comic book. Okay. And it's called Powers. Yeah, no. Okay? It's called Powers. Powers is a comic book about... There's heroes in the world. There's people with powers, rather. Okay? okay so, yeah. just like any comic book you, you can think about, it, like Marvel, DC, it's unrelated. Marvel uh, later bought the rights to it, mm. uh, but it was originally by, with Image. The, the comic book started with Image. Right. Yeah, on right. uh, PlayStation? Like, you can download it. Them they did have a show for a little while, but like, yeah. like everything else, yeah. you know, it sucked. So, <laughs> so, powers is basically about there's people with powers in the world, but they die just like anybody else dies, right? Or they're murdered. Like anybody else dies, does. So there's a special homicide unit in New York City that investigates the murders of people with powers. That's all they do. Okay? So that's kind of the idea, but it is right. more of an adult comic book. Okay. There's definitely massive, massive adult themes in it. Um, so I would go with powers. It's just, it's noir. Yeah. And it's, it's very, very good. So I like that one. Um, and, and Brian Michael Bendis did his homework for police work. In it, it's very, very good. So you relate, you can relate to it, yeah. Absolutely, for my in yeah. my case, but yeah. you know, stamp of approval. Yeah, yeah. Um, for anime movie, I'm gonna go adult again. Okay, I'm gonna stay like with a, a giving. Say, if you're gonna start an anime, where you're gonna go? I'm gonna go Ninja Scroll. Ah, uh, you know, I yeah. was thinking that. Yeah, I was <laughs> All thinking right. that. I was All like, right. I'm going. One. I'm going Ninja Scroll. Definitely, if you're a parent, no. I wouldn't give that to my kid. No. and it's really like. Really, just the beginning of the movie. That's kind of very rough for a kid. Nah. It's violent, but but yeah, the ending the is pretty bad too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I guess all I guess. throughout. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess there's like a ten minute period throughout the movie <laughs> where you can let your kid watch this <laughs> right. ten minutes. <laughs> is that like after the editing? You mean? <laughs> <laughs> but During the commercial. But Ninja Scroll is definitely if if, uh, if you're an adult and you want to see a good anime movie, solid. Yeah. Um, Ninja Scroll is there, and then I would just throw number two under there because it was actually my first anime i ever saw in my life and um i was in my late teens uh-huh. vampire hunter d oh wow all you know. right that's a good one as well so i'll second that so there's a second part called bloodlust it's okay but you definitely want to watch vampire hunter d with nothing else after that no I subtitles have a, a second one too uh just i think it's one of the first ones that we ever saw steve growing up uh the movie was just terrible, but the Fist of the North Star. Fist of the North Star. Yeah, yeah. That one holds us. Yeah, that one holds us. The series is good. And, the, you know, I, I gotta. I mean, now we're going off tangents here, especially with series. Yeah, man. But, uh, but Seven Sam, Samurai 7 is Samurai good. Samurai 7, okay. Um, Samurai Shampoo. Samurai Shampoo. Samurai Shampoo is very good. And, that and has and awesome soundtrack. And it's more modern, so people are, yeah. are going to be pleased. Yeah. It's, it's visually pleasing for, yeah. for the modern day, and right? And it's historical, too. 
right, you right. Know, yes. yeah, yeah. I don't know about how historic. I'm not saying is, historically uh, accurate. All right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> and if if you like if you like the robot stuff besides Robotech, uh, Robotech Macross, Macross, Macross. But uh, I would say Gundam Seed. I mm. will second that as well. Okay. If I had to pick my personal favorite Gundam, not the best one objectively, but my personal favorite, it would indeed be Gundam Seed. Yeah, okay. Gundam Seed is is good. So uh, yeah, there's a remake or more updated version. What's that this called? This year they're actually doing a remastered into HD and they're redubbing it, and it's already out with subtitles, and you can get it if you want to get it undubbed. It's gonna come out this year. Yeah, Gundam Seed is very very good. Unicorn was not that bad either. Unicorn's right. great. Yeah. My favorite. It gets Gundam into the cycle, the cycle thing, but you know whatever. Has not been animated, and it's Gundam Crossbone. Oh, I've never seen that. Uh, that's a really good manga series. Oh, manga. They okay, have okay. not animated it yet. I don't know why. They must be afraid of success. Robotech. Right. <laughs> it is. <laughs> hey, Robotech was my first anime. Okay, yeah. That was the first one I ever watched does, on Toonami. Does Voltron count as a first anime? Huh. Hmm. I was thinking, does Silverhawks, or maybe just like the introduction, counts as an mm. anime? Well, technically speaking, I guess we... That came in, out at the same time as Thunder. In the US, Dance. we had G Force. Yeah, right, G Force right, yeah, yeah, anime. Yeah, right. You hated of. that, man. I hated that show. Well, yeah. What was it called was in Japan? The actual name of it was. Um, oh, I cannot. Something that it. sounds very angry. <laughs> yeah, Something right. that sounds a lot serious, more serious than G Force. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to come here over here to the end. So I guess we're going to finish it with our traditional. Uh, for now, right? Like for finish with our traditional. You know what? Why not, man? Yeah, we'll finish with our traditional, right? So. Um, so we're gonna talk movies one more time. All right, we're gonna talk movies right now. It doesn't. We don't have to geek out. We don't have to geek, we out. Have to geek so, out. Yeah, no, no. So I'm gonna open it up here. Okay, we're right. gonna open it up. We'll, we'll do it like the last maybe five ten minutes here. Um, Steve and I aren't gonna talk on this one. We're just gonna make fun of you guys. Yeah, so we already said it last episode. So if you haven't listened to <laughs> it, 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 the last episode, make sure you listen to the last episode because we talk about it here. Yes, we do. All right, all time favorite movie. Period. Period. Okay. Good. God, all genres doesn't matter. So again, you flip it through the channels, boom, there it is, and you know you're you're watching it. So we're gonna limit you guys to one. Yes, one only. (laughs) One only. One only, man. Yeah. So you know what? We'll do uh, HB4 Beauty. So Rick, you got the helm on this one. (laughs) Yikes! All right, and Teal, you're not beautiful, but you're (laughs) you're second. All right. I don't know what you're talking about. All-time favorite movie. Goodness gracious. Whatever pops into your brain right now. Go. Oh, God. If, all right. You brought it up earlier. I'll go Flash Gordon. A movie? The movie, right? Yeah. No, no I don't know if you heard the question right. Wait. Can, can you repeat the question? All-time favorite movie of favorite all time. Favorite movie of all time. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, I was about to divorce my brother over here. All right. <laughs> no, all-time favorite movie of all time. Just kidding. All right. Um... It can be any anything. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the genre. All genre. Yeah. All Across genre. The board. No, I have to say probably one that I enjoyed for a very long time and probably still do is Braveheart. Ooh, okay. All right. That's strong. That's strong. That's strong. Okay. What's your favorite scene when they show their nuts? Be honest. Uh, I actually wore, <laughs> wore out my pause button on that one. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. No, I mean, it, it's, it's the end. Uh, you know, that Freedom. part where he... Th- when he throws the sword, and, it, and I just see that sword flying there, I was like, oh, man, I just want to get up and start running my damn self. <laughs> At <Right>. first? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the whole storyline of, like, you know, he, all of this is just punishment. He doesn't care about the country. It's all of that one moment of, you know, the one girl that 
you know, that made him feel good right. during the worst time of his life Where taken her from her. Her neck is sliced, yeah. Yeah. In the in real life, he wore her. He wore that guy who cut her throat, mm-hmm. his intestines around his waist for like three months. Oh no way! As a belt, I, I didn't know. He this. Was, no, he was a savage. Wow, man. Hey, does Mel Gibson fall into the category of? Uh, wow, am I, did I rack up insane. another number? Yeah, Cosby and uh, Kevin Spacey. Is he like one that we don't talk about, or is he so he's still okay? I mean, he didn't do like what they did, but. Uh, he's just he does some crazy shit. He's though. just literally insane. Okay. Yeah. So. So so he gets a pass. I, I, I guess. He's eccentric. He's rich. Yeah. Okay. And plus, <laughs> no, never mind. I, I gotta watch my references. He's got that WP. He's got that WP. All right. So, all right, Braveheart. I can't make fun of it, man. That's legit. All right. Braveheart's legit. I all mean, right. I mean, I think purists will argue, obviously, the historical accuracy and all that crap, but, but it's it was legit. All right, as a, as a movie and it was a best picture. Right? Yeah, best picture. Best, best picture. picture. Yeah. So, all right, Tio. So I could pretend to be sophisticated and find the movie with deep meaning. So, so let's not. Let's but not. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Let's all not. Right, I'll man. be 100 percent honest. Booty call. My favorite <laughs> movie tank. of all time. <laughs> CB4. Mad Max Fury Road. The Ooh. one that just came out. The one that just came out. Listen, Interesting, man. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. All right. I, I, I'm going to be on Teal's side on this one, man. Really? Yes. Bro, and the music, the entire Everything. fucking movie, Give man. Me. My adrenaline was pumping really? with that movie from start to finish. I honestly felt tired when I left the theater because it was so good. I didn't get that feeling. It was I good, remember man. watching the originals as a kid <laughs> right. with my funky cable box that messed up half the channel. Okay. And I like Mad Max. I still do. So yeah. when I saw this movie, it, I knew immediately this was the one. So way. the way I took that movie in was I, I, I saw it as an artistic movie. Okay. Like, it was art to me. It wasn't like this, like, it's just the way it was delivered in the, the cinematics, the music, the sound. Uh, there's barely any lines in the fucking movie. Right. You know what I mean? Especially out of, yeah. And, 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 and you're able to deliver this. I think fantastic movies with so minimal speaking, you know, and uh, I, I'm with you on that, man. I don't know if you took it the same way I did, but it, I thought it was art, you know. Absolutely, I had never seen a movie done that way. It is literally one long action scene for the entire first half. Then you right. get that ten minute break in the action where you think, oh, everything's going to change, and then no, right back to it. It is and those damn drums, man. Oh, they always get me going. <laughs> they get me going every single time. I was mesmerized by that movie the okay. very first time I saw it and it will never change. Here's the, here's the one thing I appreciated about that movie. All right. It was the fact that they were able to continue it from the original Mad Max, if that makes sense. Like, I watched it as a kid, right? It's right. From one generation to the next, it's basically the same thing. <clears throat> and what I mean by that is I had that kind of same feeling when I was watching Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome with Tina Turner in there, right? From the very beginning. From this one, they I was glad that they were able to keep the same like motif and the same theme, right? It was just fucking out there. Have that one guy on the guitar. Oh with man, those fucking loud ass speakers. Yeah, I I was able to appreciate that, but I disagree. And Mel Gibson gets a second nod by uh, by Spirit at least. <laughs> 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 that one? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I love I love Tom Hardy as an actor, so I I, I love that character. And f- my favorite Tom Hardy role though, man, is in Rock and Roller. 
In rock and roll, yeah. really? Oh yeah. <laughs> what he, what he, like nobody knew. Like yeah, his best yeah. friend didn't know. Yeah. He was a puff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he was a puff. Yeah, yeah. And the only thing he wanted before going to prison was to dance. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love that movie, man. You stick my junk in everything. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the best. Then he's, then what do you uh, want to do to me then? <laughs> when he's walking around, uh, what's the main actor? Uh, but, uh, but Gerard, Gerard Butler. Yeah. Gerard Butler. He's asking everybody else. You knew? You knew? And everybody <laughs> knew except his best friend. <laughs> If, if you don't know what we're, if, if you don't know what we're talking about, watch rock and roll. You, watch you it, yeah. I was just it's thinking about the artist. Ludacris is in it. Too. If Ludacris, you don't know what we're yeah. talking about, you're young. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. I was thinking about giving somebody the Archie slap earlier today. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> Guy Ritchie is Guy Ritchie. Legit. Yeah, Guy Ritchie is Guy Ritchie is legit. Yeah. Like, you know, other than Mary Madonna, Guy Ritchie. <laughs> Everybody's allowed one mistake. <laughs> Every truly artist is like truly messed up. They say. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, so those, I mean, those are great, good choices, man. Braveheart and... I mean, I, I know you don't agree. I know I don't agree, but again, I can't... I'm not... I, yeah. I mean, it was a good movie, but I mean... So you agree it's not a bad movie? I agree it's not a bad movie. Absolutely. How about you, Rick? You agree it's a bad, good movie, bad movie? Mad Max? The greatest, but I enjoyed it. All right. All right, so... Like, if it comes on again, like, I won't change the channel. So if if on a rate on a on a scale of one to five it gets at least a two and a half so like or two and three quarters like it weighs on, it, it weighs on the half. good side yeah, okay I'll give three it and a half yeah all right why are you man I'll give it a solid two damn I'll give it a solid but that's two. on the other side I mean I said, I said five on purpose because there's a middle number I know you did <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna give you just Steve's a really do that that's okay <laughs> I'll give you a little quick backstory about Tod and I we argue we about will never agree we we choose not to agree with a lot of things when it comes to sports and like. We always go back and forth. So when it comes to like him giving his opinion about the movie, yeah, it was good. But no, nah, I'll change the channel. So, I'll t- say that. so for people that can't see Tio, he's wearing a Cowboy Bebop shirt, right? I didn't actually plan that. <laughs> and Kami Red, but we don't talk about that, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nobody saw that part, right? <laughs> and he has a Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys watch. Yeah, that's another. So that's you're against the Cow- Dallas oh, Cowboys as well. Come on. If you, if Your you team follow are sports, the Bears, dude. Like, come on now. I want to say Bears. everyone equally hates the Cowboys. Everybody. Yeah, <laughs> except for when? people from Dallas. <laughs> no, and apparently people from freaking uh, Cuba as well. I have a buddy. I have a buddy who's from Pittsburgh, born and raised Pittsburgh. Yeah. And he's a Cowboys fan. So I, I, like I don't Ricky. get it, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One, uh, another person we know is born in Chicago, but he's a Dolphins fan. I mean, Rick? it's the same bad no, taste. No, 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 no. Yeah. Same bad taste everywhere. Yeah. I mean, dolphins, Bears. Come on. Man. All right. Yeah. Same poop. <laughs> we'll wait till August, man. Then we'll talk. All right, but but those are good movies, man. They so are good movies. So if you guys didn't hear ours, and we can't talk about it because it's already the previous episode. Yeah. You got to actually got to listen to it. That's the excuse, so we don't. Is mine was Million Dollar Baby. All right. Uh, I, I like the deep dramas, right? Yeah. And his was The Color Purple. The Color Purple. Really? Greatest movie of all time. Really? Yes. Yes. The wow. Color Purple. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you have somebody that is going to disagree with you. Here. No, I mean, you can, but when we talk about character development and watching the storyline. I don't want to get into it. Yeah, I'm not. I don't want to get into it, but uh, it's kind of hard to disagree with that movie and if you disagree with it, right? Say again? <laughs> What was that? <laughs> it's kind of hard to disagree with a movie like that. Yeah. 
if you're my complexion. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just going to say it was the best thing it ever. It was the best movie ever. So, and Black Panther definitely deserved to win. Yeah. Right. But that's another <laughs> That's another oh. topic of conversation. That's no, not, but I, I actually I actually like the color purple. Yeah, so actually. the color purple. Again, so I, I'll I, give you Black Panther, but I will not give you the color purple. <laughs> so, that's well, another 45-minute conversation. I'll be back for that one. Y'all can <laughs> hate on me. So we'll bring him all glory, Amistad. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like Amistad. Yeah. No, yeah, like we were saying before. Free. <laughs> oh man. Oh, but guys, uh, we'll, we'll, I think that's a good point yeah, to uh, so, to, leave, to leave it off. Yeah. Uh, my end, guys, thank you very much for coming. This won't Thanks be the me. last thank time we're, we're together. Absolutely, um, man. We'll definitely come up with some do- different content, a different topic to talk about. In fact, what we'll do next time, if we'll, I'll try to remember this. Yeah. Is I'm gonna bring. Uh, an animated film, random one without you guys knowing. All right. I'm going to put it on and we're going to give our opinion on that. What do you guys All think? Right. That All works. Right. All right. All right. That works. That works, man. All right. See Spoiler you. Steve and I are going to have opposite opinions. Always. <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> Spoiler. No matter what. <laughs> Brother, you want to bring it to a close? Um, yeah. So, guys, uh, really, thank you uh, for being on today's episode. A, a lot of uh, some of our viewers may not really understand why we decided to do this. Literally, we're giving you a part of who we are in a sense as well, and hoping that throughout all the geekness that you guys experience, you're able to also listen to what really connects us together, right? And it's a common love for what we grew up with, right? What kind of shaped us, whether it was comics, whether it was art, whether it doesn't matter. This was our medium growing up, and now we're able to express it to you guys without having any judgment thrown in our faces, right? Right, and we, and we hope that you understand that uh, that... Regular people, yeah, good people, yeah, right. That that come from different past backgrounds, and uh, you know, they all shared this common thread. And the common thread was, you know, some type of a it's animation, art. it's art, illustration, right? yeah. Whether it be moving or still, right. We loved it, and it made it molded us to be who we are. And and the bottom line is, good people. All right, absolutely. So if you like us, this is why you like us, right? Absolutely. <laughs> all right, brother. That's it, man. See you next time. All right, peace.